Hello, and welcome to About This Writing Thing, a weekly podcast about living the writing life. I'm your host, Sayward B. Eller, novelist, short story writer, and podcaster. We have ourselves another off-the-cuff podcast this week because, quite honestly, it's day five million of quarantine or self-isolation or whatever else you want to call it, and... (laughs) I'm just all out of F's to give at this point. (laughs) I'm still struggling in the motivation and productivity department, and this has been exacerbated by my conversation with the agent last week. It was a great conversation. She She was very excited about the book. She said that it has a lot of promise, and I have been tasked with doing a little bit of revision. Honestly, I'm kind of stoked because it's not a ton of stuff. She said that the book was well done, but these few things, and seriously, it's not even half a page. It's If we did bullet points, one, two, three, five bullet points, and one of them is pretty much inconsequential because it's just a very, very, very minor thing. So here we go. For you folks that are looking to be traditionally published, here's what's happened so far. I've spent three years off and on writing this book. I got really heavy into finishing and editing last year. It's been through a couple of critiques. It's been through a couple of beta reads. It's been through four drafts. I will be starting the fifth draft and not all writers work that way. I'm sure you know some writers, like I know a couple of writers who only have one draft because they're constantly going back and editing while they're writing. I don't work that way because I'm not a plotter. So whenever I'm writing the first draft or some people call it the zero draft, whenever I'm writing that and whenever I'm writing the story for the first time, I'm just trying to get it all out there. So my first draft is just me getting it out there on the screen, on the page, whatever. It's usually on the screen because my um, my handwriting is just not what it used to be. <laughs> so the first draft for me is just getting it out there. And I pay very little attention to the structure of things. Like there is a structure, but like this week in my MFA class, I'm supposed to be concentrating on pacing and I have to write a really fast paced scene and I have to write a really slow paced scene, which I'll be able to do. But typically when I'm in these types of classes in my MFA program, it really makes my head hurt because this is not how I write. I don't go through my professor who is a lovely woman so far. She was telling us a little bit about how she breaks down her scenes and she She has different letters and she'll go through each scene and assign it a letter for action and conflict and exposition and things like that. And then she goes back through and she sees the areas where maybe exposition might be a little heavy. And then she goes into that scene and she writes conflict or action. I don't work that way. Me, I write my story. Then I go back through the story. Like the second draft for me is just my my read through and it's just my filling in part. And those of you who have been following me know this because when I thought I was finished with this book last year, I needed 14,000 more words because it was that short. If you're new to the writing game, there are industry standards. Yes, technically the length of a novel is 50,000 words. That's when you can call it a novel. But it is my understanding and my experience that very few titles are published especially from debut novelists, 
Very few titles are published that are 50,000 words. I write women's fiction and upmarket fiction. Typically, that's between 80 and I think the sweet spot for that is 90,000 words. So when I finished my book, <laughs> when I thought I finished it, I needed 14,000 words. I got it after I, you know, did my whole little thing that I do where I wallow and I'm like, oh, I can't do this and blah, blah, blah. Then I sat down and I wrote the words and then I sent it to beta readers and got my feedback on that. And then I, you know, did the, the final edits and then I sent it to the agent. And now she has said, look, this is a good book. You've got strong characterization in here. You've got really great conflict in here. But here's the thing, guys. We are in the middle of a pandemic. Publishing houses are companies. So when they are acquiring new titles that will be released in 18 and 24 months, the competition with those titles is going to be just ferocious, right? They are only going to pick the best of the best. She wants my book to be the best of the best. She thinks that it's almost there. So all I have to do are these four things. <laughs> and guess what? I don't know if I can do it. I know that's really whiny and it's not what I want to hear. And it's definitely not what I'll ever say to her. But I don't know if, if I can do it. And that, that fear that I don't know if I can do it, is holding me back right now. So I had my conversation with her Thursday. Friday, I went in. I was looking. I was like, okay, I can do this here. I can do this here. But then when I got into it to start doing it, I was just like, I don't know. I don't want to mess it up because it's, it's by all accounts, I can only believe that it's good because that's what industry professionals are telling me. It's good. That's what readers are telling me. It's good. People are telling me that their hearts are being ripped out and that's perfect. But I'm so scared of messing that up with this revision. So I'm just staring at it. I can't be the only, only writer who's staring at their work thinking, okay, I need to do this. I know I need to do this, but how am I going to do this without messing it up? completely. I'll get to it. I know I'll work it out. I know I'll make it work, but it's just at this point, I don't know. I'm finding myself thinking about housework, y'all. And I don't know if you've seen the remake of The Setford Wives, but uh, Bobby Markowitz is my hero. <laughs> Not really. My house doesn't look that bad, but I hate housework. I put it off, but whenever I'm at this point, it's just like, oh, I need to wash the dishes. Oh, I need to vacuum the floor. Oh, look at that. The baseboards have a little bit of dust on them. I should get to that. That's where I am. And that's not where I need to be. So I thought I would sit down and talk with you guys. Those of you who listen, thank you very much for coming back and listening to me ramble again this week. I thought I'd come and talk to you because usually when I do these podcast episodes, I'm thinking through the issue while I'm talking like I'm doing right now. And I come up with some sort of compromise or resolution within myself, and then I can get to work. So thank you for your help with that. <laughs> Circling back, because I think I went off on a little rabbit trail. Those of you who are seeking to be traditionally published, there are a lot of podcasts out there by writers. I've had a really difficult time finding those by 
traditional, traditionally published authors. So if you know about them, please let me know. I'm thinking fiction writers because there are some nonfiction podcasts. There are several screenwriting podcasts, which I do enjoy listening to, but I kind of want to hear because I'm on a certain part of this traditional publishing journey and it is such a long, long, long hand (laughs) that we have to play as traditional, as writers seeking traditional publishing. And I just want to know I'm not alone. And oftentimes when I am talking to you, I am feeling not absolutely alone, but more isolated than this whole COVID-19 isolation has had me feeling. Traditional publishing is a super long game and it has so much more involved with it than just getting the book finished and getting it polished because then you're querying, which I I sent out five queries. I got the R&R request from the agent that I spoke with the other day, who is my preferred agent and who I hope to sign with, which is another reason why these revisions are freaking me out a little bit because there's a lot on the line here. This is the closest I've ever been. So she was one of them. R&R request. That's great. One rejection. Two, who I didn't hear back from, and they specifically said in their submission guidelines that if you didn't hear back from them, they were not interested. So that leaves one, and I really think I just want to email her and say, don't worry about it. (laughs) Don't worry about me. Just go with somebody else. (laughs) Of course, this is because I really, really hope to sign with the agent that I spoke with on Thursday. I've been following her for a long time now and I like what I like her passion for her clients and for the the work that they do. So, but that's just another step. So you write the book, you polish the book, you query. So you, you know, it could take it could take anywhere from 2 weeks to two years before your querying finally pays off and you have an agent that says, "Hey, I would really like to represent you. So that's another step. Then your next step is signing with that agent and waiting for the agent to sell the book. And these are just the steps that I know of now because I'm not signed with an agent. So I don't know what to expect once I sign with an agent. But I've heard horror stories. Some people sign with agents. And I I know another writer who has been signed with an agent for a year. And that agent hasn't sold this person's book. I've heard other writers, particularly in the women's fiction community, that say they had signed with an agent, that agent didn't sell their book, and their agent basically said, I can't do anything for you. So then you start all over again. So if you are a writer seeking traditional publication, there's a lot of downs. I'm looking forward to the ups though. I don't know how many there are, (laughs) but I hope there's plenty. Maybe this is just one step. I'm one step closer to finding out what they are. Well, that's really all I got for you this week. I know it's not much, but I felt like since I didn't do an episode last week, I should at least do an episode, talk through things with you, let you know what's going on, because this is a podcast about my particular journey in my goal to publication. I don't even want to say dream. It's been my goal to be published by by a traditional publishing house for a very, very long time. And I'm afraid that I am not going to be satisfied until I make it happen. So now that I have talked your ears off, 
I hope you stuck around. I'm going to get back to work so that maybe I can get this turned in sooner rather than later. We didn't really set a date. She just told me not to have it turned in in two days, <laughs> which like that's ever going to happen. <laughs> not with one of these because one is, and that's the thing of it. There's only one that really, really, really freaks me out because I'm just so afraid that this one thing is so important to the story, in my opinion. And if I don't do it right, I'm afraid I'm going to ruin my character. And that is the scariest thing. The other things, I'm cool. You know, I'm not even worried about the other things. It's this one. And I'll share them with you after my revisions are completed. And I've resubmitted it. And she's told me whether or not she loves it and wants to, to represent me. But it's the first thing. It's just so scary because I could really ruin everything if I don't do it right. So it's really terrifying. Cross your fingers for me. Wish me luck. Send me good vibes. I know there are so many other things going on in this world and I hate to be so selfish, but I really need some positivity. <laughs> That's it for this week. I will, I promise I promise someday soon that I'm going to be totally worth you listening to for 15 to 20 minutes every week. <laughs> Until then, thank you so much for coming back. If you would like to find out what I'm doing in the interim between episodes, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Sabieller. You can also find this podcast on Instagram and Twitter. On Twitter, we are... I am at writing thing pod and on Instagram it is about this writing thing. You can also check out my website, saywordbeller.com. That's it. That's all. I hope you have a great week. Good luck in all your writing endeavors. I hope that you're not having the same issues that I am with motivation, but if you are, I'm sending you positive vibes and thoughts. Have a great week and happy writing. Bye.